Sangin Podcast would like to appreciate everyone who has listened and watched our episode. On behalf of the podcast, we would like to encourage every one of you to follow and subscribe to us using whichever medium you choose to listen to us. This increases our outreach and makes us bring bigger and better guests for amazing stories. Thank you. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Sanyin Podcast, to another amazing episode. Today, I'm joined by Mr. Kwame, who's a brand strategist, a business coach, a creative director here based in China. Mr. Kwame, welcome to the podcast. Oh, hello, JP. Thanks a lot for having me. Hey, um, welcome to the podcast. Um, as I earlier said, I've seen your works. I've been taken up by what you do. I've read some of your blogs. Listen to an episode of your podcast. Uh, but for someone who may not know you, um, how would you introduce yourself? Wow, that's a tough one. Uh, I would say Kwame as a person, I'm a, a very reserved person. Even though I, I'm into branding and marketing, I'm still a very private person. Uh, but I would say I'm, I'm more of a, uh, about positivity. Anything negative is, is, is far away from me. And I, I like to keep to myself, basically. Yeah. So that's why. Okay. Um, brand strategist. Um, I don't know, but you're the first person who I've met who who's a brand strategist. So I would say, like, I would I don't have much insight on it. So how do you describe your work as a brand strategist, and what and what do you do really? Yeah, actually, whenever I meet people and I tell them I'm a brand strategist, the first thing they ask is, "Are you a designer?" Do you make logos? Do you do uh, flyers and other stuff? Uh, it's quite unfortunate. A lot of people are not aware of the role of a branch strategist. So I would I, I would say a branch strategist is a person who who plans the building of a, a brand. So basically, it's a brand planner. You just come like put together a blueprint for building a brand. That is what a branch strategist is. Not necessarily a designer, but the person who comes up with the idea and the blueprint for building a brand. Okay, so what's really a brand? Is it the name? Is it the value? What's a brand? Okay, a brand is a, a, a people's perception about you or your business. Basically, it's just like a reputation. So whether you, you are aware of it or not, whether you have a business or not, you still have a brand because it's, it's the way people perceive you. So it's all about perception. So that is what a brand is. And one of your your articles, you wrote that branding is different from marketing, but I don't know. But me, I think it's the same. I I don't know. Explain the difference between marketing and branding. I think they 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 do coexist because uh, branding is all about uh, knowing who you are. Do you get it? Because it's a, a brand is a perception, and branding is the act of building uh, a brand so the things that you do to to kind of control the perception that people have of you or your business is the act of branding and marketing is about promoting the brand that you've got like the perception that you have so they they do coexist so in order to market you first of all have to know who you are who you are trying to reach out to before you you know you you spread the word out there so that's why sometimes people interchange the two words marketing and branding. But I would say they do coexist or or even marketing 
it's part of branding in a way. Um, there was this saying that I usually saw that the reason why Apple can increase their prices and takes less in advertising because they have a brand. Yes, uh, they've built up a great reputation and a great perception. So people are already looking for them. So it's easier, but they still do marketing. <laughs> but does that mean that that's the end goal of every company? Uh, definitely. I would say, you know, uh, branding takes time. So for example, in order to, to achieve the, the, the desired perception that you, you want to have for your business, it will take some years or some, like, you know, some months or whatever. It will take some time. However, marketing is just like, you, you can just pay to get uh, in front of a lot of people. Like advertisement is part of marketing, you get it. So branding is the end goal. However, it takes time to do it. So sometimes you can use marketing and advertising to speed up the process to get in front of a lot of audience. However, if you push your brand or you push your, your business in front of these people and there's no solid foundation, there's no brand, a good perception behind it, they wouldn't still buy from you. Wow. And what inspired you to go in this line of work, if I'm <laughs> Well, it, it's... Uh, so I, I started a, a branding... Should I even call it a brand? And I started a, an agency or a studio, a design studio, yeah. So we were doing, a, at that time, we thought we were doing branding and marketing, but I didn't know what branding was at that time. So after going through this, like providing these services for clients, I realized that I was just chasing after, like I was just jack of all trades, master of none. I was just chasing after any client that I'll get. So if you're looking for a flyer, I can do it. If you're looking for a logo, I can do it. If you're looking mm -hmm. for an app, I'll do it. Website, I'll do it. Just name it. And I realized that it was just, it was just tiring, like, you know. And yeah, just with, with this perception or with this business model, you just uh, compete based on you be the cheapest because, yeah. like, there's no value that you do provide. Yours is just, you know, like, you're just providing commodities, like, you know. You just get things out quickly and, you know, get paid. So I got to a point where I realized that this model wasn't helping the studio. So at, at a point, I nearly even quit running the studio. Then I came across a, a video on YouTube. Uh, I think it was from uh, Christo and, uh, yeah, and uh, his partner. At that time, it was called, uh, their channel was called The Scoop. So they talked about branding. And that very moment, I was like, wow. I've been doing this thing called branding for almost like five years or so, but I actually didn't understand what the brand was. I didn't know what branding really meant. So they did speak about a book called The Brand Club by Mari Nima. And uh, I, I, I went to get that book and after that, everything changed. I had to understand, like I understood what branding was and I, I became interested in branding. Then I, I kind of repositioned the studio to be more of a, a brand strategy-led uh, agency. And I realized that things turned around and everything became like what I wanted. So yeah, that is my my entry to branding. I was providing branding without knowing what branding was until I discovered that channel on YouTube. It's not, these days it's called the future. I don't know if you've heard of it. Yeah, I've heard of it. Wow, amazing. So basically you are in the marketing area, but then you hadn't really focused on branding or had the right mindset mm -hmm. I, mean, I didn't understand what it really meant i was just you know doing designs like i, I knew photoshop i knew how to design 
and I also did computer engineering, so I knew how to build websites and other stuff. I had the scope, but I didn't know how to position my myself properly in order to attract the kind of customers or clients that I, I wanted. And with the help of that channel, I was able to achieve that. And after discovering the channel, I decided to dive deep into branding and I later became a brand strategist. Okay. And um, this question has just popped in my mind. Um, does your branding only apply to businesses? Let's say if maybe a sports club reaches to you or a celebrity or even sometimes even a politician, does it can they be your clientele? Uh, I've seen uh, is branding just about business or yes, no, is it no, all about business? Personal branding also look at personal brands like Elon Musk, their personal brand are like sometimes are even bigger than the business or the company brand. So, as I said, you don't necessarily have to have a business in order to have a brand. A brand is just a perception and reputation. So whether you have a business or not, people, when people see you, when people interact with you, they form a perception about you. So that is what your brand is about. Now, the people who do branding are the people who are now intentional about their image or their perception. And uh, they are trying to do certain things to, to change how people perceive them or to drive people towards the desired perception that they want. Yeah. So you don't have to have a business to have a brand. Okay. And I'm curious to know, what are the common mistakes that they say the business owners do when it comes to branding? Wow. <laughs> uh, I would say mostly, you know, uh, uh, branding itself, uh, I, I'd say branding has got four pillars of branding. And uh, you have to start from one before you get to the fourth pillar. The first pillar, I do uh, sometimes call it uh, brand clarity. It's all about brand strategies, about knowing who you are, who you are trying to serve, where they are, and you know how to reach out to them. So that is the first pillar. Then after you've identified who you are, you move on to the second pillar that is brand positioning. So now you position, now that you, you know who you are, your job is to position yourself in front of the target audience that you've identified from the third pillar. Then yeah. the third pillar is a brand expression. That is what most business uh, owners or entrepreneurs are aware of. That is brand expression. So now that you've gained clarity of who you are, you've positioned yourself. How do you express yourself to the people? That is where your logo comes in play, your color, your color palette, your website, your social media. So the most important uh, mistake that uh, new business owners or entrepreneurs make is they jump straight into the third pillar that is brand expression. So they, whenever they hear of the word brand or branding, they think of, oh, I just need a logo. I just need a pretty logo. I just need my colors and I'm good to go. Without having their strategy in place, without knowing who they are trying to serve, like understanding who they are, who they are trying to serve, where can they locate them? So I would say that is the most uh, common mistake that uh, new business owners make or sometimes even old business owners do make. Mm. So basically they just look for the visual brand, like the artistic yes, they just jump into the expression. But if you don't know who you are, how can you spread it? Like, you know, <laughs> tell people about who you are if you don't know who you are. But, but in your work, do you see a trend now that people are now focusing on other parts of branding? Or it's still a big problem now, oh, the expression part? Mm -hmm. 
No, no. I think these days it's it's uh, people are now becoming aware of what a brand is because as I said, it's it's at first people didn't know what a brand was, and you know I was even part of that, that group of people. But with the help of uh, the education that is you know all over the place these days, now these days you could find a lot of people who are brand strategists. Even designers are turning into brand strategists. So uh, there's a lot of education out there that people are now aware that they need to get their vision statement, they need to get their mission, their brand purpose and other stuff. So I think we'll get there very soon. Now people are aware that a brand is bigger than just the visual aspect of it or just the logo. Um, the next aspect of your career that I'm interested in is the part of a business coach. Um, give me an insight in your work as a business coach. I normally don't call myself a business coach. I do say I'm a, a business consultant. Okay. <laughs> but a coach yeah, entails a lot. Like, uh, so basically, uh, since I was into branding, I, I had I was I had the privilege to work with a lot of business owners. So to look, because if you are supposed to come up with the blueprints of how they are going to build their brand, you get a chance to look at their their entire business plan and other stuff. So I, I got the chance to interact with a lot of businesses to understand different business strategies and models. So later on, I, I decided to venture into business consulting, whereby uh, I, my focus was mostly uh, into helping uh, business owners set up systems in their businesses that can help them run their business with that. And, and was that also learned along the way as you did your branding? Yes, as I said, I learned it from the business owners that you know I, I worked with. Because like with branding, you always interact with you know, business owners that are your customers. So you're always looking at business businesses, like you know their strategies, their structures, their systems, and how to improve upon these systems. So I learned it whilst working with business. Okay. And when it comes to business and entrepreneurship, especially among we, the youth, um, is that saying that the business doesn't last five years, 95% of it? your first business won't last five years and one out of three of your first business ventures fail the statistics are kind of green if you're a first-time entrepreneur so i don't know what's your say on it because me it scares me <laughs> yes uh a lot of uh businesses fail within uh their first five years within the first five years as i said I, I ran a, a studio for the first five years and didn't like, didn't make anything out of it. Like I, I didn't even know what brand was when I was running like the branding studio at that time. So I think uh, uh, the factors that cause these things, I would say is lack of planning. You know, when building a business, uh, uh, people jump into starting businesses without having a proper, you don't have to have a, a 45 page business plan. But at least a lean business canvas could help, like just a, like a one-page business plan. At least you need to know the, the, the business model that you're running. You need to know your numbers. You need to know your brand. You need to know your target audience. You need to have numbers. You need to have data. Why do I say that? Because when you have this data, then you can easily adapt and change when things are not working. But if you don't have a plan and you don't record these data and things are not working out, you wouldn't know what you even did that didn't work out in order to change the strategy that you're using. So I would say lack of planning, number one. And uh, number two, probably people don't know their target audience because uh, 
a business is only a business if people are willing to pay for your goods or services. So you need to have at least customers, you need to have audience, you need to have clients, people who are willing to patronize your business, people who are willing to buy your services. So number one, lack of planning. Number two, probably lack of uh, target audience, like lack of customers or lack of uh, clients. And uh, I think the third one would be not willing to adapt because there isn't any, uh, like what I might give you the blueprint of running a business, but it might not work for your business. So you must be willing to adapt quickly and, you know, to tweak it to, to fit the type of business that you are trying to run. So I, I think these are the three things that make businesses don't like fail within the firm. It's also outsourcing capital is a big problem. Outsourcing capital? Yeah, like getting capital, that initial capital to start. Oh, yeah. It depends on the type of business that you're running because not everyone is trying to build the, the next Twitter or X or Facebook or whatever. Not everybody needs a capital to, to start a business. You can start small and scale. You can start lean and grow as you go on. So I wouldn't say uh, capital should be the problem why you, you, you shouldn't start your business or why you shouldn't why you should quit like your business should fail. You need okay. to use what you have and use the resources that you have. Mm, nice, nice. You know, um, here in in China, uh, especially if you're a student, you can't work. Um, and if you want to start maybe like an online a business, it must maybe be online. Mm -hmm. And during the pandemic, there was a rush of online businesses sprouting up. But again, I've seen now that the pandemic has fizzled down. Online businesses aren't yet picking. They are not yet there picking up. So I'm confused. I just want your 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 take. Is it because of the fact that the pandemic rush has gone down that online businesses ain't booming or those that started them don't have the right strategy. <laughs> that is a difficult one. I think uh, during the pandemic, we had a lot of time, you know, so people tested out a couple of businesses and other stuff. Uh, but probably they stopped because now that the pandemic is over, they've returned to their day jobs or like maybe their time is now occupied with other stuff that they're doing. Because online business is still booming. It still works. Like people still run businesses from, from their rooms and you know from their computers and other stuff. Yeah. So I think it's maybe lack of focus and influence because you now maybe they're occupied with something else or now they, they, they just don't want to do. And um, you know, this is what I'm asking is that I think from the people I interacted with here in China and we're African and they're students, we all want to make money. Mm -hmm. But we all have, we all feel like we're entrepreneurs in our own way. I don't know why. <laughs> but we don't know where to start from. We don't know where to start from. We get close. We all have these ideas, dropshipping, this, 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 this. So let's say if a 25-year-old guy reaches to you and says, Kwame, I have, let's say, $1,000 with me, which type of investment would you encourage me? Wow. <laughs> it, it would depend on... Uh their interest and in, uh, what they, they can see through because it's not just about starting. Like you have to start, you know, just start with what you have. But uh, the most important thing is also consistency, like, you know, going, seeing things through to get it. So you might just invest your thousand dollars into a business and next week you might change your mind. So I would, it would be, I would uh, have to get to know what they are really interested in that 
they, they, they can really focus what they are passionate about that they can really focus on and see things through with it. You know, it's, uh, as I said, uh, sometimes money is not the only issue because, you know, as a business owner or as an entrepreneur, we have two resources, money and time mm. to get back. Most of the time, we just focus on the money, money, money without the time. Uh, if you don't have money, you can still start something with your other resource that is time by investing in, in, in yourself, you know, learning a slow life. For example, you said people are here in China, they want to start something because obviously it's uh, illegal to, to, to work. Yeah. In but you can start out like, you know, you can learn a, a skill. You know, you can learn web design to offer uh, website services. And you can offer them from China to, to people all over the world. You can le learn how to, to do this uh, social media management. You know, you can learn how to do graphic design. You can learn dropshipping, like anything. But you have to invest in yourself. You have to learn a skill in order to make money. But from one of my, from one of my experiences, I think most people don't put in the time to learn. They want to just earn very fast. <laughs> no, no, no. That's, that's why I said behind every every like uh, overnight success, 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 it's uh, it's a long journey because people always see the product, they don't see the process. You might see me today thinking, oh, oh I'm a brand strategist, but I didn't start off as a brand strategist, you know. <laughs> so you have to go through the system. You have to learn. You, you you wouldn't like some people are lucky enough to make it from you know with their first right but you need to know that starting a business it takes effort time you know investment you know to to, to in order to achieve success so we need to have patience and you know know that yeah when we put in the effort it will surely pay money just just a side note do you think crypto is a good investment um i never speak of crypto because i barely don't understand it that much to speak on it so yeah, I do see people make money like with it, but I have no idea how it works. Yeah, I thought I was alone. I don't understand it, but I see all the hype with investing yeah. in it. Yeah, people are hyping it, you know, and these days it's all about hype. Mm. For me, I don't understand it. So I've never entered into, into that space. I, the only part, I don't understand it. <laughs> Crypto NFTs, ah, NFTs and other stuff. I, I barely <laughs> have any idea how it works. I I doubt it. I was a competitor a little bit because uh, online payments and other stuff. Some uh, suppliers and other stuff they do accept cryptocurrency and other stuff. That is that is the most that I've dealt with. Just making payment, getting it, and making payment. But to invest, you know, people investing and other stuff. Yeah, um, you talked about taking the time to learn a skill and everything and the power of social media. So how best can um, businesses use social media to increase not only their sales, but also their branding? Yes. You know, with, with the power of social media, you can be in Wuhan, China and uh, launch a business or a brand and people all over the world can get to assess your business or brand. Social media, uh, it's a tool that kind of uh, makes the playing field a little bit even. Because before social media, you have to have a big budget to kind of market or like, you know, do advertisement, print a lot of brochures or flyers or whatever to even reach people. But with the help of the internet and social media, you can start a business today. 
do a couple of uh, advertisements and boom, everybody, you know, mostly people around the world can get to know of your, of your business. So I would say it's, it's a tool that makes it easier for everybody to, to, to play the game. Now the game is not left for, you know, the big dogs, like anybody with a business can also uh, market their business or put their businesses in front of their target audience. So it's a very good tool that we need to utilize it properly. And uh, with it, you can, you can earn a lot for your business. It's a, it's, it's a good investment. If you use it properly, it becomes a very good investment or a tool for, for your business. Yeah, amazing, amazing. Um, my final question, Mr. Kwame, would be, you has been in the business, uh, interacted with business owners, is a brand strategist. What would be your advice to those entrepreneurs or upcoming entrepreneurs? Uh, they should start. <laughs> <laughs> Don't wait for the perfect moment to start. Just start with what you have and uh, be willing to learn. Do you get it? Like you don't have to figure everything out before you start, but you, sh you should be willing to learn whilst you're on the job. So you start fast, you learn fast, you make mistakes. You, you are going to make them. When you make mistakes, you just learn from your mistakes and you know, move on with it. That's all I can say. Wow. So they should just start. Yeah, you have to start. Because if you don't start, like <laughs> you will never know what, what, what's out there for you. So you have to start. Then as you start, you, you, you kind of uh, learn because you wouldn't get it right, you know, at first. Because mostly people do this mistake. The, they do see people, like they do see other businesses you know, and they think, oh, I want to be like this business. I want to be like this size, but uh, they are looking at the person's like, let's say, fiftieth uh, step, and you you are yet to even take your first step. So, so you just have to start and be be willing to learn. Know that when you start, you are not going to be as perfect as the person that who's on their fiftieth step. You start, you learn, you improve, you will get it. Dr. Kwame, thank you for coming to the podcast. It's really been an honor. Thanks a lot. I do appreciate you having me today.